Hi everyone and welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. I'm Matthew Vose. And I'm Catherine Vose. So we're here with Bread Week. Before we bread pun into it. <laughs> Before we need to Before get started. We Before we score into this week's episode. <laughs> nice. Uh, just a reminder for everyone, we are doing a giveaway here at the Eloquent Gushing Podcast Network. Uh, if you mention us on Twitter to your followers and say, I listen to Worth the Calories, it's amazing, hashtag Worth the Calories, or you use hashtag PC Deprived, hashtag ATAV, hashtag SFPOP, or at Desire Made Real, we'll enter you to win some exciting swag. Catherine, having now seen the swag, what swag can people win? Well, just to prove how excited I am, <laughs> I need to have <laughs> some coasters, some stickers, and some awesome fridge magnets. Nice. You can also enter if you re- review our shows. So jump onto Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform and app of choice and review us. Preferably a good review is always nice, but... but uh, a review on there and then post a screenshot either on social media or to our email address podcast at eloquentgushing.com and we'll enter you so we do five shows across the network we do this one we do across the arrowverse where we talk about the arrowverse shows pop culture deprived where we watch movies for the first time sf pop where we talk about southern american culture in movies and desire made real about discovery of witches for you vampire occult mystical people so go and review, go and mention on Twitter, and we'll enter you to win some exciting physical merch swag stuff. Nice. But we're here to talk about the Bake Off. Yay, Bread Week. Bread Week, Bread Week. It's Bread Week. <laughs> you were very excited last week because this is a thing you can do and a thing you can use. Yeah, burger bats. Come on. What is your favourite food? Well, absolutely. I do like a burger and I like a bat. So. Exactly. So so if we can get good at burger baps, that is most definitely a usable skill. Absolutely. I, um, I'm well up for that. She says having just chomped her way through a fig roll, which <laughs> could for me also become a usable skill. And coming up later in the show, fig rolls. <laughs> um, I thought it was a very low-key week. Mm. I feel like the challenges were all done to a reasonable amount of success. Yep. But part of that is the challenges perhaps weren't taxing, weren't bread pun difficult. I, I think I really should have thought up a lot bread of bread pun puns difficult. before, shouldn't I? I should have just been like, it wasn't rolling in challenge. Everyone <laughs> rise to the challenge. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, I, it, what, crust, what did you crust success? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what did you think of the challenges this week? Oh, it's interesting because this is the week where I'm looking at all of the challenges and all, all the way through. And I spent the whole time going, oh, I'd like to have a go at that. And I'd like to have a go at right. that. Which possibly does mean that things were maybe more achievable because there ain't no way I'm having to go at a seven layer veil, <laughs> glossy icing belly, yeah. shake, cake. Um, so maybe, but... I still think they were good challenges. Okay. I liked um I liked the fact that the technical was quite simple. Right. Right. Okay. Simple in concept. Yeah. But possibly challenging in execution because again I think it sort of it, they came together in a bit of a clump but it okay. showed it, it it sort of showed the extremes. Like Henry's was very good. Right. And was it Amelia was at the bottom? 
with her ten yes. percent of dough missing, yeah, yeah, was very not good. Yeah, and and I think that's that's potentially at this stage the right sort of way okay. of doing the technical. I I think because as much as we don't want to watch anyone make a mistake, mm. no one did badly throughout this. There, there were there were decisions they made about proving and baking for the wrong amount of times, mm. and maybe one or two choices about flavors or fruit and fruit sizes things along those yeah, lines yeah, yeah. but by and large you just felt it was a bit too doable yeah but half the time we end up saying that the the only challenge is doing this under time pressure yeah and and i kind of appreciate that there were i mean i'm sure there was time pressure mm. but this week it didn't feel like people were falling apart because of the time pressure. No. It felt like they had mm. an appropriate amount of time to do what they were being asked to do. Yeah. And I think it's that time pressure that gives us those car crashes, yes. which might be why they put yeah. them under that amount mm. of time pressure. So I, I, I don't know. I'm wondering if this week, it, it's not that the challenges were too easy. Mm-hmm. It's just that they didn't have the time pressure that they often have. And therefore, because they were given an appropriate amount of time... Yeah. We we didn't see the car crashes. Yeah, and I think this is a thing to remember when we do have those ones. We think they'd all be okay if they gave them another twenty thirty minutes, mm. something like that. And and so I suppose the the other side of that then is is there anyone who really went all out? How on cake week, for instance, they might do. Well, I'm doing six layers on my three layer cake, and I'm doing five flavors, and I'm doing so. So they push it very far. Mm. Is it that there was more safety play going on in this? Maybe. And and I think also, especially in the showstopper with the the technique that was being pushed, being mm. the scoring of the loaf, mm. I think the ones that tried to do an unusual loaf of scoring with your fugace head. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason those are unusual loaves for scoring. Because mm. it doesn't work. Yeah. So so you know, it maybe it maybe it limited their scope for experimentation a little. I mean, I think Stephanie did quite mm. a number of different breads in order to make up her flower bouquet. Yeah. So, so perhaps we could consider that as going all out. Yeah. Um, I think Michelle. I mean, I don't think it was quite as successful, but I think Michelle did a number of different breads mm. with her garden. I mean, her hedgehog was very different to yeah, yeah. some of the other ones. And, and on a lot of them, they commented on the flavors. Yeah. So, so people were just making bread that were baked in the time. Yeah, that, the, that was the aim of it. They were focusing on the visual rather than yeah. the the taste, which... which which they did say that was going to be the thing of it. The decoration was was yeah. where most of the the scoring was going to be done. But equally, if what was being commented on is you didn't put enough salt in your dough, well, putting a bit of extra more, put, you know, seasoning your dough correctly should, yeah. should surely be a starting point. Yeah, have it with some oil and uh, mm. and balsamic. Sea salt crystals. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Um, right, let's have a talk about each of the challenges. Challenge one was a field tear and share. Mm. Could be sweet or savoury with yeasted dough. I want to eat all of those. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> you were commenting about all of them. Especially the ones with cheese in. But yeah, I don't think any of them... Well, I, I don't know. After the judges' comments on Henry's, maybe I don't want to eat that. Um, but they all looked great. Yeah, the charcoal one was... A bit odd. I I could see that he was going for the checkerboard pattern. Yes. But no one else really went for that level of decoration. Mm. So. 
Yeah, most people, most of the rest on that first one went for taste. Yeah. Even where it left them with a slightly rustic. Yeah. Um, styled nicely. Yes. And, and, you know, we'll come to the, the styled one, the star. Mm. But, but yeah. Um, what would you have done? Do you, do you have any thoughts on what a town share might have been? Well, it would have involved cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it was Rosie, wasn't it? She did the Spanish cheese and chorizo, manchego and yes. salami yeah, or whatever. Chili. Yeah, with chili. That, 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 that appealed to me. Okay. That, that that might be something that, not not whilst we're doing the technicals, but, you know, never know. If I have a spare weekend, yeah, I might swear at the um, oven a bit and produce a very burnt um, terra chair <laughs> brioche loaf. <laughs> I, I like a terra chair with some nice pasta, so, yeah. Good job. Okay. As as much as we're saying Norm was disastrous on this, yeah, I've got a few that did have some very negative comments. We did not see positive comments on them. You Go mentioned on. Henry. Yep. Um, we had Alice. Very very dry, but good flavors. David. They seem to be okay with, but it was. It's cinnamon and sugar. You can't go wrong. However, you need to chop up your fruit more. Yeah. Helena was overbaked. And yeah, so Amelia was also chopping up the fruit more. So they really were getting into some of the complaints and issues on these, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, I think they are looking for people not to produce something that I mm. would be happy with, yeah, but to produce something that excels. Okay. Is this because actually the baking was all done quite well on this? Mm. So it comes into, right, how has your taste gone? You know, a couple of them have got comments are dry, but that's about it. Certainly, they didn't, so. in in that round, there didn't seem to be many people who'd completely mucked up their. Mm. Pre, you know, we didn't have any underworked. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't do accents. <laughs> yeah, we did, I don't think he said underworked once. No, which is a miracle no. for Bread Week. Yeah, yeah. Overbaked was, I think, the thing that came across yeah. in that final round. Mm. The focaccia was a nice idea. Because Vicaccio is the one that I would I would think about for it. That's yes. the one that I think was a really good idea. And they said beautiful. Nice. So that was good. But then you come to Michael, who made oh. the, the star. Stunning, which, wasn't it? Yeah, when you turn upside down, looks like a sort of Mandelbro explosion. Um, and then apparently he was baked wonderfully and tasted wonderful. So yeah. good on him. How, how did he come up with that? Mm. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. And, and it does show that there are some of them who will go, right, now I will twist things and I'll put them in shapes and I'll do interesting cuts and merging mm. and all this. And some of them will go, right, I'll put it in the shape of a thing in a pan and then bake it that way. Yeah. So you're starting to see some of the, the skills coming out a little bit more. Absolutely. I, I didn't think Michael had it in him. That was uh, that was glorious. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no good on him. So, uh, uh, as ever, an okay opening round. Yep. Fine, sets the stage. Yep, yep. Then we had eight white burger baps and four veggie burgers. <laughs> I'm interested to try the veggie burgers because I've never done them. And when you do them, you know, with a good amount of flavour, it'll be interesting to try. But the burger baps seems incredibly simple. It, there's no room to hide with something that's that simple. That's fair, yeah. You know, you can't, yeah, you can't hide behind creativity or flavour. Mm. You've got to get that right. I'm yeah. quite excited okay. to give it a go. Okay. So you're probably going to eat some very dense, tiny <laughs> burger buns this weekend. But I, I, that's a skill I would like to have. I, right. I don't think it's going to be something that's going to be perfect the first time I do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd like to be able to whip up some burger buns. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it'll be interesting to try. Yes. 
I'm not sure quite what to discuss on them because it was so simple in some ways. I think we'll have more to discuss when we have had a go and found out it wasn't as simple <laughs> yeah, well, as it exactly. looked. I think in some ways what the challenge has shown is who has and hasn't practiced things. Mm. Who was, right, I'm going to start needing yep. and start doing things. And then who was, I don't have a kneading technique. I've been left with extra dough. Yeah, Amelia again. Possibly Amelia's mental arithmetic had a failing, which is why she got left with a bit of extra stone. Mm. I wonder if she rounded down to make the division easier or something. Quite possibly. So I'm hoping to give it a long proof. Okay. So we have a nice light and open texture. Nice. Like Henry. (laughs) I I can't promise that I'm going to make them all exactly the same size. That's not the sort of precision that That, I have the patience for. Yeah, absolutely. Um... It feels like something that might take a long time. I I suspect it's something that will have a flurry of activity, mm-hmm. leave it to prove for a while, and then bake. Okay. So is it one... Because I think it's two proofs. I think it's a second proof when you cut them into buns. Quite possibly, yeah. So So whilst I think overall it might take a long time, I think some of that will be... Washing up and waiting time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the kitchen nice and square edge again. Exactly. Okay. Our last challenge was a display of artistically scored decorative loaves that were themed and with two loaves. Yes, now, two, big, two big loaves. Two big loaves, it? yeah, yeah. It, it was really interesting how they made a comment about all the bakers have chosen to do different loaves. Because actually, yeah, the the instruction does not say different no. loaves. But there is an implication when you say two loaves that it is two of, of you know, different varieties. And in past years, they've praised people for variety and challenging mm. themselves. So, like last week, when um, they were, didn't clarify how many different types of biscuits you had to make. Yeah. You, you were challenged. You, you were, mm. you know, I wonder if they are leaving it more open to the interpretation of the bakers so yeah. people can challenge themselves yeah, or, or not or and not. be judged yeah. accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've had a couple so far that were very artistic heavy. You you commented, was it last week with the sculptures maybe? Mm. Um, what was the one on the first week? It was cakes. Oh, it was decorated cakes again, wasn't it? Dream birthday cakes. Yes. So we had dream birthday cakes, we had the 3D biscuit sculpture, and then we've got this. It's testing much more than just the baking. Mm. And it's really interesting how, again, in one of the previous weeks, you've said, oh, you know, everyone's really good at this artistic side as well as the, the non-artistic uh, side. And I think to win Bake Off, you have to have an artistic side as well mm. as a baking skill. It, it makes me wonder if, is it something they found people have got as an extra skill over time? Which is why it's only just coming into the challenges in quite this way. Mm. We've always had one or two, you know, make a picture, make a self-portrait, that kind of thing. But it's interesting, it's every week at the moment. It's to do with the look of the thing. I I wonder if um, that's a way of differentiating. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. And, And, yeah, so they spent a lot of time judging them on the display, on that decoration. But they talked a lot about the flavour of it. Yes. Not having enough salt, particularly, because it sounded like it was all going to be how it looked. Yeah. 
I, I think I think you have to have the artistic side to win, but you shouldn't mm. get away from the fact that these are people are interested in eating as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about that? That that you'd have to have a strong artistic bent to be successful, or do you think it should be about the the basic the ba- the core skills and the quality of the baking rather than the visual? I think artistic bent takes it too far almost. So I I have always made serviceable cakes, mm-hmm. tasty cakes. Good cakes. But I spent a, a year, three, four years ago now, where the point was for me to make cakes that took decoration. Right. To practice doing feathering, the marzipan on the simnel cake, the chocolate layers on different mm. things, the buttercream layers. I actually went, all right, I'm going to have a year where the cakes that I make, I want to look good once I've done them. Yep. And, and I spent that time practicing that because, yes, it is a fundamentally important part of it. Right. The first bite is with the eyes, as they say, and, and other typical baking-y phrases. But, yeah, the way <laughs> yeah. something looks does change the way you feel about it when it's actually agree. served up to you. I agree. Um, but artistic is possibly too far. Mm. However, there are some people in this tent who are very, very good at this stuff. Yeah. You know, Rosie's looked wonderful. Really Steph's did. was a really good design. That fire was a great design. And yes, when I saw Phil's, I went, well, that's pretty simple. What would I have done? I have no idea. Yeah. Cause... Oh, I'd have done loaves with superhero signals on the top to make a Justice League of loaves. Clearly, that's what I would have done, wouldn't it? Can you do that? <laughs> I want a Justice League of Loaves. Can you, can you score <laughs> flowered burger baps? Probably not. <laughs> Let's make them non-scored first. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a really difficult one because then what do you choose? Because it has to be something you can do with that sort of line decoration. And and I think Rosie's probably looked the best. It, it was really of good. Of all of them. Really I th- clever. I think really good. She had the perspective on certainly that giraffe really well. Yeah. That that was the bit that stood out for me because it was Ooh. clearly one of those that, like, it would be a, you know, something you, you shake flour or, or paint over or something to give you the outline of it. Mm. So maybe she had a stencil already, but, it came, you know, she still had to do the scoring. Oh, it looked great. Mm. really did. I, for, for me... Yeah, I was going to say, what what's your thoughts on the... Decoration and artistic side of it. I, well, I, what I liked about this one mm. is that whilst it was about the decoration, it was centred around a skill and they made everyone okay, focus yeah. around a particular technical skill in their decoration rather mm-hmm. than just going, hey, make something artistic with bread. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and so, so for me, I think having that central do something artistic with bread with this particular key this thing in there, yeah, this technique in mm. there. For me, I think it keeps it more grounded in the bread right. and and the baking skills than in the art skills. Yes, that's fair. I th- I, well, and I'm wondering, if is this a reaction from possibly viewer criticism, if that viewer criticism was aligned to our criticism, mm. that everything was too gimmicky last season? Mm. I mean, and everything is overstating it, but yeah. last season did feel a bit gimmicky. Yeah. And there were some things where it was definitely more about art mm. than it was about baking. So I'm wondering if they're trying to, you know, keep themselves grounded in baking skills. Yeah, that's that's very fair. And and you've reminded me, I'm sure not last season, but the season before. No, that was Nadia. So maybe the season before. There was someone who won who who wasn't the best at decorating. 
She managed to pick up some of it over the season. I cannot remember who it was. And and sort of catch up with everyone to be able to decorate nicely. But there were other people who made them more beautiful. But that was the better baker. So I think the show yeah. does generally ground it in that. And maybe yes. they're using the challenges to pull it out more. Mm. But maybe because the challenge has been having this artistic bent, that's why I'm... I think it's a couple of weeks now I felt a bit... Oh, it seems too simple. It seems too simple or, or undefined. Yeah. Hmm. So, we'll see what comes next week. Yep. Catherine. Matthew. Can you talk to me about fig rolls? <laughs> oh, can I talk to you about fig rolls? <laughs> hey, can I? <laughs> I have very little to say on the matter. <laughs> so I need you to tell me about fig rolls. How did you find making fig rolls? <laughs> which, uh, which, uh, which stage of the process are we talking about? Let's let's get up to the chilling stage. So, so at that point, I was like, "This is all right, it's <laughs> straightforward. No, no bother, no bother." So yeah, the first bit was fine, right? You know, make the fig compote and chill it. Fine. Okay. Make the biscuit dough and chill it. Fine. Fine. Actually, fine. Yeah, actually, fine. I, oh, that I, was chilling, not rolling out. Okay, yeah, not yeah, rolling out. No, 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 actually, yep. fine. I, I, I think actually fine. So I think my biscuit dough. I think it was fine. Um, there were bits where I I wasn't sure the stuff was combining as well as I'd like it to in the mixer. I found the bit where you were combining okay. stuff at the very beginning um, and it was like, do it for five minutes until it's smooth and creamy. I was like, it doesn't look all that smooth and creamy to me. But Oh yeah, the butter and sugar. Yeah, I, and, I did it for it, quite a while. It I was like, a lot, took a long time. I wouldn't define this as pale. Creamy, I don't think it ever got to. No, it definitely wasn't pale. I but, think the sugar was too dark for oh, that. Oh, no, pale, I did it for a very long time whilst I was doing other stuff. Right. And it did actually get fairly pale, but you had to keep at it. <laughs> so. mine, mine did. It. I was like, ah, it's good enough. <laughs> Crack on. <laughs> I had to do it. I did a bit of stopping and scraping down the edges to yep. make sure that it's all getting it was combined. all um, getting combined. So, yep. so, I mean, other than that, I think that bit was fine. Okay. Where I struggled mm. was rolling out my biscuit. Okay. Though. Okay. So we're going to come to the post chilling in a okay. second. Okay. The, the fig compote bit. Yeah. I made a mistake doing oh. mine, <laughs> and I didn't tell you this, because it, and it's really hard, dear listener, <laughs> that we live together, we spend a lot of time together not to discuss this before <laughs> the point, and there have been a few times we've ended up discussing them, aren't there? Yes. That it's like, oh, no, I can't tell you that, because I need to tell that as a story <laughs> and thing. Must not talk unless we're recording yeah, each Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> a conversation is just a podcast you don't record. <laughs> um, I... Put the figs in the pan. I put some sugar over them. I put some water over them, and I started boiling it. Okay. And the sugar dissolved, so I started boiling it even more. And then I looked back at the instructions, and I was like, "Oh, chopped." Oh, did you not chop your figs up? <laughs> I had very solid figs in there, so I had to get some some tongs. But they must have been so toasty. Warm. I had to get the tongs and squeeze out these very soggy figs and chop them quickly and put them back in the pan. That must have been quite grim. It was a little grim for someone who doesn't like figs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey. But it was okay because that was just the sort of sugar melting point and it yeah. was just the beginning of the boiling. So I think I sort of rescued it. They certainly didn't taste bad. It but, tasted fine. But the eventual bit of my compote was, I don't know whether I boiled it down enough when it was actually in the thing, because that's, I think, the difference when we got there in the end. So, I I also had the same fears. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, I still think mine could have been boiled down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But having nibbled on a fig roll just before this recording, <laughs> it still tastes pretty good. Nice. nice. So, yes. Okay, so then you chill it for ages. Yep. Um, and I, I was chilling whilst doing the figs, and then because of the chopping in the bit, the, the chilling sequence finished whilst I was still getting the stuff on a plate to then chill for that. Right. How did you find the post-chilling sequence? That was a bit hard. Okay. My, my, it was not the most successful um, half hour of my life. Okay. <laughs> did, did you do the half hour and then you just started rolling it out? Or did you do any more chilling, any freezering? I think any... I, I didn't do any freezering. Okay. Um, I think I probably chilled the biscuit dough for maybe 40 minutes. Okay. Because I wanted to do a row of my knitting before I did the second <laughs> half of the bake. Queen um, of all the crafts. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the biscuit dough was probably chilling for about forty minutes. Okay. Um, the filling, the, the the figgy figgy filling, maybe ten, yeah. fifteen. Okay. Something like that. Um, I found rolling the biscuit dough out into a rectangle really difficult. Okay. Too hard. Too soft. Too non-rectangular. Okay. <laughs> it just it just wasn't going to go into a rectangle. It was just kind of an, and like when I got one bit, I was like, oh, that maybe is about the right length, <laughs> but the other bit wasn't. And then when I rolled it in the other direction, the length that I thought I was fine also expanded. Right. Um. And and this is possibly me just being a bit inept, but yeah, I found it very hard to roll. And and I think ultimately, I don't think I rolled it out thin enough. Okay. Um, I think I'd, be, I'd have been better just to just to keep rolling and not worrying about too much about the measurements. Rolling, rolling, rolling. down the river. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I didn't enjoy the roll, and okay. and so and then when it came to putting the figgy filling in, I think I put too much figgy. There was I think there was far too much compote. Um, I couldn't. Also, my compote was a bit too loose, so I couldn't right. actually make mm. it to a sausage. So in the end, I just kind of spooned it in a sausage-like <laughs> strip down the middle, and then my my biscuit didn't join. Okay. So uh, it was a bit of an abject failure. Okay. But a tasty abject failure. Yeah, we'll come to baking in a sec then. I like that we don't do these technicals to time. (laughs) Yeah. When when I started looking at rolling out my biscuit dough, it was still incredibly soft. Right. I was surprised at how soft it was. Right. So I stuck it in the freezer for a bit. Okay. And then took it out, put it on some baking paper, started rolling it out. I wish... So as I was rolling it out, I started realizing that basically it, it, it had stuck to the, the baking paper. And as I was trying to roll, it was not moving anywhere because it was okay. so stuck. It was it was in that shape. I wish what I'd done, because I then started lifting it up and making it so it had a bit more flour underneath it, this kind of thing. I wish I'd put another layer of, a little bit of flour on it, another layer of baking parchment and then flipped it upside down. Uh, because I tore bits of it, so I had to try and fix it. And right. it was just, yeah, that was a skill I think I've learned how to do a bit better um but being a bit more chilled i think helped me in some ways okay the compote exactly the same thing yeah because it was so sticky yeah i I did half of it and i put it on a chopping board and started just sort of squidging it together but there was no sense of being able to roll it yeah into a sausage yeah that was not happening so i chilled that a bit more and chilled some of that in the freezer didn't really change it at all um so i managed to get it into a sort of sausage shape on a chopping board and then got a knife a big chopping knife one of your you know your silver one yeah yeah. yeah. 
and basically sort of sliced onto it and just held it over the biscuit and rolled it down, unsticking it at each stage. Uh. Just slowly, slowly. This sausage, like, one side goes, then the middle goes, then the other <laughs> end goes, and then it's stuck again, so you go back to the beginning and work it all off, and eventually getting the sausage onto the biscuit dough. Oh, well done. And then rolling that, and, and putting the water on, rolling it, and doing it into the biscuits, and then chopping it into six. Yep. And I was like, okay, so it's... Was it 25 centimetres long? Yeah, something 25 like that. centimetres long. So I was like, okay. So I'm, I want six. Okay, so that's about three centimetres per one. That'll be all right. <laughs> what were we, so were we saying about Amelia's <laughs> mental arithmetic? Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. It would, have, it would have been absolutely perfect if I'd gone for four centimetres, but they all end up a little small. Meh. <laughs> it happens. It happens. It's LRV. Um, but they were sealed. Prodding them with a fork I was worried about because it made yeah. them go very squished on the few of them. Um, and then you bake them. I mean, they warm for an hour, for 12 minutes, sorry. Yeah, the baking wasn't a problem. Yeah. And then they come out and you eat them. Yes. So I'm not a fan of fig rolls, is the bit I'll admit here. Fool. So I tried one and went, yeah, that's a fig roll. I have no idea if it was a good fig roll or a bad fig roll, and I cannot really compare them. Mm. I think I, the spice, the cinnamon, came out on yours more on yours, and and the ginger is, maybe a bit. Did you put ginger in? You've, you're supposed to put stem ginger in. That's part of the recipe. Oh yes, yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought you meant you meant ground ginger. <laughs> no, no. I was cheating. I don't know ground ginger in mine. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should have done. Um, but the spice must flow. So, um, <laughs> fear is the mind nice. killer. <laughs> Um, can you talk to me about flavours and taste, please? Um, I think the flavours and taste of these were very nice. They're not quite like shop-bought fig rolls. I don't think they're quite as sugary as and as shop-bought fig rolls okay. in the middle. They t- they unsurprisingly tasted a bit more, a bit more natural, a bit figgier, a bit figgier. <laughs> Um, I, I like the flavour. Okay. I like the flavour a lot. I especially like the addition of the the the, stem gin, the syrupy stem ginger mm. in there. I like that ginger flavour. I can't really taste the cinnamon on either of them. Yeah, the, the chopping of the stem ginger, how fine did you go? Meh. <laughs> Sufficiently fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, I went fairly fine. Okay. I, I chopped it into half and then slices and then those slices into pieces as well. I feel like I went too much because you got chunks of it in your. Yeah, I must admit, was... I quite enjoy having. I mean, they're mm. not chunk chunks, but like maybe every now and then I'll get a, a half a millimeter squared right. of, uh, of, of of enough to really taste the ginger. Okay, and, and that's making me feel like perhaps two pieces of stem ginger. I think that would overwhelm it. Okay, but but I do quite like mm. having the bits that were not quite so. You know the stem biggie. Fig, yeah, well, no, no, not quite. I, I like the occasional bit of. Oh, that's a bit of stem ginger there. Nice. Um, in my on my taste palette. I I I I mean, I'm blatantly not going to make them again because why would I spend my time <laughs> making something that you're not going to eat? Um, but I, I wouldn't be averse to trying them again. Okay. Because okay. I quite like fig rolls. Perhaps a bit like me with the wagon wheels last year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, wagon wheels are so cheap. Why would I? Yeah. But at the same time, it was quite fun and. You want to do it better? Maybe I will make some more for when I go up north for my dad's birthday because he seemed very excited. That's by a them. nice idea. Hello, yeah. Mr. K. 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Any lessons learned? Anything you're pleased to have done in this? I think lessons learned were roll your biscuit thinner. Okay. Um, and more flour. More flour. Get it up from the thing. <laughs> but also, even if you don't roll your biscuit thinner, have a, have a care to how much biscuit you've got to roll before you put your filling in. Right. Um, but then I, this is like me making a burrito, <laughs> like limiting the filling to an amount that can actually be contained is not my strong point. Particularly when the filling is the nicer bit. Yeah. Because the biscuit is very plain. Well, th- and that's the thing. It's it's supposed to be quite a flavourful, intense filling and you need a plain background. Yeah. yeah. Basically. I, I've been having the thing that I think I had a couple of times last year where... I've made something. I've made something with sugar and butter and tasty flavours. Mm. And yet I have no cake to eat. Because <laughs> I'm not going to eat the food. Because <laughs> I'm not a fan of them, so why would I eat them? I mean, you know, I, I would yeah. be depriving you of fig rolls. <laughs> so I'm, I, I, I've had a weekend of like, there must be some cake somewhere because I've made some. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I have this sort of subconscious. And we're making savoury buns, this, baps this week. Which is fine. I will eat them. So I, th- I think that will probably stave that off, but it's just mm. this, I've made a thing and I don't have it to eat, so what's going on? Uh, we'll have to decide when we're going to make them. Well, yeah. Because actually, time is short. Su- Sunday morning, the oven is going to be full of slow-roasting lamb shoulder. Just mm. saying. Slow-roasting lamb shoulder on burger baps. Oh, what an interesting idea, Catherine. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm not sure that counts as Sunday roast, but maybe in the evening, eh? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Rose, welcome to Sunday lunch. <laughs> On burger bats. Yeah, that's my parents, by the way. <laughs> I know we're there. Anyway, so this week, uh, Amelia left. Yeah, I, I, I was genuinely sad to see her go. Very nice, very nice person. Um, she didn't like cheese. Yeah, fail. So, so it, fail. Get it off was the a death nail at the beginning, wasn't it? <laughs> didn't like cheese. Who doesn't like cheese? <laughs> okay. Oh, um, she doesn't like cheese. She had a very spicy bacon that first round. Yep. She did not do good size baps in the second round and a very spicy burger. Yeah. And then had stuff that had no flavour in the last round. Yeah. It's funny because I think in many seasons that 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 set mm. of bakes should have been alright third weekend. Yeah. Yeah, this there would have been people who, were, who had bad weeks, yeah. This season, everyone, now that Dan and Jamie have gone, mm-hmm. this season, everyone is solid. Yeah. I... So, sorry, Amelia. Bye, bye, bye. Mm. Steph came out as a little bit of a dark horse. She did, she did she, good. She was one I thought would be, you know, somewhere in the middle and, you know, would, would do okay, but not sterling. Mm. Um, and, and there are a few of them, I think, that we're beginning to see. Yep. Uh, people who haven't pushed the boat out either way so far. Yep. Steph did some... It's like, oh, Steph actually, you can stuff. see some skin in there. Yeah. Alice, having won Starbaker last week, got into a little bit of trouble mm. this week and was playing up to the camera a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. So so perhaps was confident following that first one. Possibly. And I've talked before, you know, having trouble in early weeks sets you up well for later mm. weeks. So. Yeah. That, that could stand her in good stead. Uh, Michelle's dropped into the pack. Yeah. Given that she won the first week. Absolutely. But Michael winning. Perfect. Fully deserved. Fully deserved. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Got a handshake. Good on him. Yeah. And actually, Michelle's, I was surprised she didn't get a handshake. I think there was one last week that I... Th- I'm not sure if it was Michelle. There was someone last week who I went, oh, that his comments sound like the sort of thing he would give a handshake for. Mm. And Michelle this week, he talked very, very positively about... 
and didn't give one. Now, obviously, last year there was a whole thing about too many ha- handshake inflation. So mm. maybe he's cognizant of that. And are we, he, are we he, having a handshake recession? Exactly. Um, <laughs> I think they did even do a thing that there was super inflation at one point last year. Right. Um, I think he made a comment about you know the bakers are much improved each year. So yes, I am giving more handshakes, and perhaps I should take that into account to give fewer. So that's what seems to be happening. But Michael's star looked wonderful. It, it was very beautiful. The, the fire, despite the the one bit exploding out, was done very nicely. Yeah. And, and yeah, there were other people. Someone made a comment about the felt tip yeah. colouring of them. Pretty and there were a couple that looked like that. His didn't. His actually Absolutely. looked decorated really well. I think he's got a, that nice ba- a nice balance of being about the baking but with a bit of artistic flair, mm. rather than it being just about the artistic flair. Yeah, but he's he didn't push it out with the artistic flair. It was a fire, yes, which means you don't have to be precise. And if it doesn't quite, if you don't quite draw it in the right way, if that giraffe hadn't been drawn in quite the right way, who cares? It would have looked bad. But the fire, yeah, you can absolutely yeah. deal with it. Clever boy. I just want to look at what he did on previous weeks to see. Mm. Uh, Michael did the Highland Cow last yes, week, yes, yes. which was fine, but Cubist. Um, yeah. Lemon and Rosemary Shortbread. And the first week he did the Treasure Chest. It was good. That we liked, but but I've got minus flavour on it. Okay. So the baking needed to, to be short up there. Mm. So good someone week who, who might come in, yeah, a very good week, might come in middle of the pack, but maybe this is going to spur him on to be... Mm. Oh, I could do something here. Absolutely. Mm. The winner of Bread Week has always been quite successful in the past. Okay. So. Is that true? I believe so. It's something people have said to me okay. <laughs> on the number of occasions. <laughs> I shall pass it off was... as a comment of my own. <laughs> I was about to ask you to show your working. With no credible sources. <laughs> Citation needed. <laughs> um, Busted. Dairy Week. Yum, cheese. Dairy Week. What? Cheese. I couldn't quite tell what any of the challenges really were. Well, the technical looked a bit like some kind of old-fashioned egg custard. Mm, like but maybe that's donata, just but... my wishful thinking. <laughs> I like egg custard. Oh, the egg custard tarts are very good. Yeah. In the the, the final one, mm. it looked like they were making some form of Indian sweets. Yeah. So that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, And the first one's some sort of steamed... I, I couldn't tell. Sponge, maybe something. Mm. Would well, be interesting to find out. Dairy, yeah. dairy wheat could be interesting. I think. I think that isn't one that's been done before. No. Um, I, I wonder if that means lots of butter or something, maybe on yeah. top of milk and in in sponges. Any other comments to make about bread week? We're gonna eat some bread. We are gonna eat some bread. Yeah. You are finally gonna get into making the bread Yay. that you've been so excited to do all year. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back next week. Where we will talk about our BAPs, we'll talk about our dairy stuff, and don't forget to use the hashtag worth the calories and follow other shows on Twitter and to review us if you want to enter the giveaway. Next week we will talk about who might have possibly won some stuff. Mm. Exciting times. See everyone next week. Bye.